table this your girl sylvia she her and hers what up it's tori she her and hers and it's only been a we're week. back baby we're back. We're, back. Again. we're back in the saddle clip clopping along yep that's our horse uh and thank you to uh our our loyal listeners out there our loyal one of our loyal listeners helga from canada shout out Who, to canada shout out yeah. to helga we're back I'm glad. Uh, Who reached out and said, "Hey, we're glad you got." So we know we have one. Yeah, <laughs> at least one. We got one. One, and that's all it is. That's you all know? we need. We just need all a little it validation. Is, yep. <laughs> it takes one match to start a fire. That's it. That's that's exactly it. Uh, and Helga's our fire. Hey, we're going. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're making this shit happen. <laughs> um, let's see what's going on. Anything uh anything uh happening on your end? Are you watching anything? Do we want to just jump into the stories? What are you let's watching? Actually, what um, are you watching? Because I am struggling to find good stuff to watch. Uh, well, that's not true. I'll say I have good stuff, but it's these damn shows that only give you one episode a week. So Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like uh well I did watch that um what is that Lori Vallow and that Chad Daybell documentary. These are the two nut jobs that killed her kids because they thought that they were, you know, oh, seen light. And, oh yeah. I didn't know that and the, the son was they're going through trial right now. Like they're right, getting right. ready to go through trial. Yeah. Um, and she killed, or they're alleged to have killed her husband that she was separating yeah, from. Yeah. And then that Chad Daybell is accused of killing his wife of 20 something, uh, 30 something, I don't know, long time. And he has like four or five kids with the, you know, wife. Yeah. So he's accused of, uh, killing her off. And then they're accused of killing off the 17-year-old daughter of hers. Right. And I think it's a seven-year-old son yeah. of hers. Yeah. And this nut job of a mother, I mean, it reeks of white privilege when she's talking to the police. Right. How... You know, they're laughing with her, taking her story in, not verifying when her, uh, I don't know if it was her ex-husband at the time or real husband, just separated, yeah. where he was trying to say he's concerned with her mental health and right. her capacity. Right, right, yeah. She's going to hurt. But the then kid. they were really not believing him because he's like the- Because he sounded loco. Like, I mean- Ex-husband and all of that. And he did. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. trying he to did. say, he hey, this, a, yeah, yeah. This, he's trying to give the- story and it sounded nuts yeah right 
And didn't he I mean, say, like, I know this sounds crazy. Like, right. I know this sounds crazy, but. It, and even uh, her son, she has another son who's like, uh, you know, already in his 20s. Right. And he was saying, yeah, when my stepdad was talking to me about, you know, what was going on. Yeah, that's right. I, thought, I was like, I thought he was crazy. Too. I thought he sounded just as crazy as my mom sounds. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, now and I think he I thought that it was yeah. more like that, you know, that the dad or the he considered him a dad, but that he was just overly stressed with the separation right. because the mother had said she had found him cheating. Yes, and, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. And but it was nut nuts, like yeah. nuts as to the belief system that these folks had and how deep this lady like it was to the point where even when she was arrested she was talking to the son and she was still saying that those kids are okay yeah and he's like i don't have them here yeah and then she's like what's well, for the best right they're the right. better you know they're better off they're in a you know yeah and just i love them like i, I they are my world i love them and i Yes, I miss him as well, but they're better. Like a burn pile or something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In the back, uh, some property of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Now I I did watch that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, like just. Yeah. I I don't know where she went off on the rails. Like her thinking just. It's that cold, man. The cold? Yeah. Once they, yeah. it, they, if they get someone, because that's what I, she was in a cult. She was a fucking in a cult, you know. It was a budding. It was a budding yeah. of a cult, and it was you know she well, and she was just sucked in by that dude, and right, oh, because they kind of believe the same kind yep. of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then he just sounds like he's some kind of guru, which which mistake number one of the yeah, ladies was said. like, uh, yeah, I could tell like he was off his rocker and she was like or some even her beliefs were like i work for the light and chad works for the dark and i and i was just like oh okay and she goes i even sound nuts myself probably and i was like oh yeah girl you do yeah, but, you do. <laughs> yeah. but at least he was like he claimed to be working for christ but everything was focused on him so i knew that he wasn't working right. for you know god because yeah. it was about him not about god so yeah. i was like well thank god you were clear on that one because this goofy lady over here who killed her or allegedly killed those kids believing yeah. he's the one that you know is the channel to god and blah, blah. i was just like oh my god yeah. it's nuts i did also watch um that prisoner is it called prisoner of another one of those warren jeffs oh like the sweet sweet and pray or yeah but it was a bit different it was about one of his wives that was trying to get out one Mm -hmm. of the young girls and so it was from her perspective she was right there and she was like talking about her story her sister's story how many times she tried to leave that they had her at different camps uh you know and she also talked about her sex abuse that you know, that started with her brother and then mm. off with this idiot Warren Jeffs. And she was like, I couldn't, I didn't want to be with him. I, I, you know, anytime he'd be around, he knew I just did not want to be around him. And I was creeped out about it. And she, 
bed. I also, the 12 year old girl was my cousin, mm. you know, my I mean, God. and she was just sharing her story of how, um, you know, how she, it, it just got to the point where she was just like, I'm either going to kill myself mm-hmm. or I'm going to get out of this, you know? So and, she finally got out, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She finally left and she was just like, with the help of people, that was the only way that I was able to get out. If I didn't, if there were no people out there helping, yeah, she goes, I'd, I'd be dead. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And people want to ban drag shows. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Like you have shit like that. Yeah. All of these fucking culty religious, uh, you know, abuse of children and raping. Yeah. And, but let's marry off, marry off young kids over sexualize a kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah. And the struggle to try to get, him prosecuted right yeah like these parents are willing participants in giving their children up because they well and i don't know how much you know when you start looking at it's like how he did it was he took all their property yeah because well yeah part of that consortium right yeah and he first and and then he took all of like the the luxury things right so Got rid of the books. What's happening right now? Well, everybody had to sign their property over. Right. Yeah. And then businesses in the town and. Right. So everything belonged to him. And if he didn't like you, you were evicted. Yeah. And And he owned all the police officers. Like they were all part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and she said, uh, families were displaced and torn apart. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it'd be like a decree of, Say you were married to somebody and he's like, oh, no, uh, I got word by God that you two can't be married anymore. So now, Tori, you're going to be over here with Billy Bob yeah. and this husband of yours. Is, and then, by the way, you all need to pack your stuff right now because we're moving you out of the house. Yeah. And you got no choice because he owns all of it. That's right. <sighs> and where are you going to go with nothing? Yeah. And yeah, so people stay. So they stay and they obey and they keep sweet and pray. <laughs> right. Well, the ladies do. You know, if you're if you're a good a good FDLS or LDS, whatever they call yeah. themselves, uh, then you're going to be marrying all of these women, right? Um, and you know, having I don't know how many kids, however many you want, depending on how many ladies you had. I mean, I think he think the, like- his dad was married to sixty women or something. Yeah. It was and like knowing that you're going to have children and any female child that you have is now subject to being a child bride. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, right. So it was basically a haven for pedophiles. Yeah. Oh, 100%. All masked yeah. around in religion. I mean, isn't that what the Catholic Church? Because what they were saying when his when his rear end was out there running amok, you know, because he was on warrant status and they were trying to find him. This dude was in Vegas, gambling it up, hitting the street, all the and they're making it rain. Yeah, the Lord told me to just obey, you know, and his ass is out there 
putting dollar bills and songs. That's what I mean, but that's classic cult, right? Like it's always the head dude gets away with all the shit. All about control. Right. All about control. And at the end of it, it's money and sex. Yep. And ain't nobody doing anything for ethics or morals or you know a firm belief of something like he like if he was like hiding and going into different places but you know that he's upholding his morals and the ethics of the values of the church you know i could see yeah wow okay but this this, and then they show him uh i don't know if in the stay sweet but there was a video in this one where he confessed he confessed to his members that came to visit to oh. say, yeah, I'm, I wasn't the guy that, uh, you know, yeah, there's a video of him confessing while he's in jail, while he's in jail waiting. Right. All of a sudden it's like, you know, uh, the burden of the guilt weighed they, on him. I think they showed that in the other one in the sweet, yeah. sweet prey one. This one does. So you hear oh. him talking about, I was, I was not the leader that I should have been. And oh, I wasn't yeah, they didn't show that this. one. But then within minutes, he flipped it. He turns it around and says, Oh, I'm getting another, oh. another uh, calling from Christ <laughs> about everybody. Got exactly. <laughs> yeah. Good All of a sudden now, now I'm a clean vessel. So, uh, you know, the yeah. light is flying through me. Oh, must obey. And then he's giving out orders. And then he's like, like, back, right back at it. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, like, these what, fools. Uh, like, what streaming is that one on that you watch? I think that's on uh, Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to, I'll and I think I want to say it's something about Child Bride or Bride something. Okay. Okay, I'll check but it, it out. It, yeah, comes from the perspective of one of the young brides. I'll check it out. Check yeah. It out. I watched and a then, documentary on uh, Amazon the other day about a cold case from the Oregon coast. I'd never ooh, heard of it. Yeah, really? it was a good one. And it's still, it's never been solved to this day. To yeah. this day. Yeah, and this was when they did the documentary. I want to say it was like maybe mid-2000s. So it's been a few years since the documentary itself. Yeah. Um, but so it was a the the murder happened in was the eighties or in the nineties, and over on um on the Oregon coast, uh, Tillamook County area. Oh, really? And so it was this French guy who had been uh doing a bike trip from like he, oh. he biked across Canada and then he came down and was gonna ride down the coast of uh west coast and then back up and then go you yeah. Know, and so he ended up um, in this little town, uh, Otis, and, and which is, I think, Tillamook County still. Yeah. And um, he ended up camping out at this little campground and fucking got killed, got hatcheted to death. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, like classic fucking police blundering. They, the, you know, they had an investigator, but they didn't search. They only searched like a small area around the campsite. They, they could have expanded it. So like all of this evidence that got missed and, you know, uh, Oregon geez. coast and it's rainy. So then, they, yeah. you know, and then, um, then they took one detective off and put this other guy on cause it was all political. Um, the sad thing was, so um, at first they didn't know who he was because they he had nothing, yeah. all his ID, they had no ID on him, right? 
And so was um, he like decomposed or no? No, it was fresh. It oh, was okay. Fresh. Yeah, because some it was Thanksgiving Day and some people had gone out for a little hike. Okay. Found the body and called the police. Ooh, so yeah, yeah. It was like fresh. So they had found a half of a postcard with an address on it and a name of an address in Canada. So they contacted these people in Canada and it had to be in the nineties because they had video. Yeah. Cause they had gotten the people, some of the people he visited along the way had vi taken videotape of him Yeah, uh, because he was just biking, you know, across Canada. Yeah, people yeah. took him in like one, one family, the one that had the, with the postcard, they were, um, they were out in their field doing cutting the hay and stuff. And he was riding in is in the woods of the road. And he just said, Hey, you know, I'm biking, I'm on this trip, you know, can I stay in your field? And, you know, kind people. Yeah. In, da, da, da. So, um, the, the, the postcard that they found had these people's address and name on it. So they contacted them, you know, like, Hey, do you know this guy? And yeah, yeah we do. This is, his name was Alan Malassard, I think or something like that. And so they told him, you know, he was on this bike trip, blah, 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 blah. And they even told the police, like, his family's in France. Like, you know, we have, here's the information, but they don't speak English. So make sure when you call, oh. you get someone that does, that speaks French. Well, the fucking Oregon State Police, they uh, turned it over to Interpol, thinking that um, Interpol would contact him. And somehow- so the parents? So, so then the ball got dropped. And so then the people in Canada that found out he had gotten killed, they sent like these, you know, sympathy packages to the parents. Like, you know, we're so sorry for your loss. So they don't find out until they get all of these, start to get these letters and packages about their son being killed. And it was all because nobody made sure that someone spoke french when they called and wouldn't you want to just call the police i mean to talk to maybe maybe the sus or maybe the victim said hey somebody's following me i don't know yeah some type of reference to something? well so th those people did this was in canada these people were in canada right so no i'm saying the parents like you know if i'm like nervous or something i'd be like calling my sister or family and say i don't know i think so right but wouldn't you want to know when was the last time you spoke to you know the victim like as family yeah yeah and well that's what happened was like wait a minute like we didn't uh, it was just like a fucking mess so it was uh, weeks after the actual discovery of his body before the parents even knew so then they had to send photos to do positive id and you know eventually his body was id'd um but i mean the parents were just i mean clearly like you know oh, yeah. doing this bike track and the right. scary thing was um when he was in canada when he left the last place he was at in canada he had told the people he was worried about going into america because i mean that's the corridor is that the serial killer corridor well just because you know i mean Let's let's face it. We're the Green River Killer, the Happy Murder Face in America. Killer. You know, so um, Ted Bundy. They're already worried about coming into America for because yeah. Of that. Um, yeah. So he ended up dead, and they had some suspects, but again, because one police guy doesn't up. want to talk to another police guy, and there's this like back and forth of who's in charge of the investigation, and um, so they were never able to to uh um pin it on the people they have they had some people of interest but they they because they didn't work the case um 
because the people of interest had supposedly been staying in a campsite kind of adjacent to it and they were uh out cutting ferns like you know harvesting ferns yeah but the people that were there were kind of you know shady people and but they never followed up on the campsite and of where the um the people that were cutting ferns they never like went and combed that until like later when you know it had rained and so a lot of potential evidence was gone yeah it was it was a fucking hot wow is it a good documentary to watch it's good in the sense of like really good information it's 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 clearly low budget um but it's but i kind of liked it it was more like one of those hey you could have did this in one one oh, it's little one, it's one documentary it's not oh, like, okay then that's good yeah, okay yeah. so yeah it's perfect it, like if they it, it would be like nowadays they would probably try to stretch it out to a docuseries yeah this one was one one whatever hour and whatever um no frills no fancy you know just to was, tell you hey if you have info it was just like out. a story you know like almost podcast style uh you know volume and pitch of the narrator it wasn't nothing fancy it was nothing fancy but it was good because they had a lot of information it just was um it was clearly a lower budget documentary but i ran across it on amazon because i was again looking for something to watch so um Mm -hmm. but yeah it's uh, it's sad because you know you know that's well now his parents are dead so it's like Uh. So yeah. they they don't get any justice. Yeah, no closure whatsoever. They did end up coming over to Oregon and visiting, and then um, had went to the campsite and planted a um, a rhododendron uh, bush to, you know, kind of memorialize it. And but you know, it 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 was just a it was it was sad because they and they did talk about it in the documentary of how um, there was not a lot of coverage about it at the time, like in the paper. And so it was like this kind of like, cause this was some foreigner, nobody really paid attention to it and didn't, didn't really care. And so that, that's, that part of it was definitely sad because it, it made it, you know, it, it, during the time it, again, nobody really knew that it had happened. So yeah, but it was a good one. You're on mute. You're on mute. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it was noisy over here. That's why I had to put myself on mute. Uh, you want to go into some stories? Yeah, let's do it. What do you got? Well, let's go into this one. All right. This one comes from CNN, uh, February 16th. A Florida college cancels singing group's concert due to lifestyle that contradicts scripture. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Debates are churning after a Florida college abruptly canceled an appearance by a prominent singing group due to at least one member's (laughs) sexuality. No. The King's singers are highly regarded British a cappella ensemble with more than 50 years of history. The all-male group performs a range of songs, including pop music, classical arrangements and sacred music. The group says a February 11th concert at Pensacola Christian College was canceled with two hours notice because of concerns about quote unquote lifestyle of members of our group. It has become clear. 
pop-ups. Part of these pop-ups, it has become clear to us from a flood of correspondence from students and members of the public that these concerns related to sexuality of the members of our group, a statement from the group shared on social media. Pensacola Christian College, a private independent Baptist institution, released a statement with their reasoning. PCC canceled a concert with the King Singers upon learning that one of the artists openly maintained a lifestyle that contradicts uh, scripture. The statement reads, a section referring to sexuality in the school's articles of faith. And, and here's the thing, they're not enrolled in your school. So why are you bringing out your section of school's articles? Right. Anyway, we believe that God has commanded that sexual activity be exclusively reserved to a man and a woman who are legally married to each other. And I don't even want to go into, I mean, then that means you have to not have people that are having affairs, right? Not have people that are divorced, right? So you will have no faculty. You will have nobody. Not have anybody that's not married but are dating. That would right. be necessary, right? Right. Exactly. You know, under his eye. That's this is you know all Fucking under his Florida. eye. Fucking Florida. Yep. Um, and it goes, or so then they go sexual immorality, including adultery, fornication homosexuality, bestiality, incest, and use of pornography is what they're, you know, saying. Uh, that. I, the, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were singing, not having sex on the stage. So why does that matter? <laughs> why does that matter? And why are you inv investigating? Right. I, you know, I, how do you know for fact? Are we speculating that somebody's gay? Like, it's right. not like people have you know, a mole that specifically says, I'm gay. Fucking matter. Oh, yeah. my God. Fuck yeah. Fucking the college also said the artists were treated with The college also said the artists were treated with dignity and respect when informed of the cancellation. Um, is that your opinion of the artist? Because I can't imagine that the artist felt that it was respectful. Yes, that it was respectful to them. Like you saying something nice doesn't mean that it's respectful. Right? Yeah. Somebody can call me, you know, oh, Sylvia, you're just a speck, you know, but I appreciate you. Yeah. Oh, you certainly talk good for a Mexican. <laughs> right. That's very nice. I mean, respectful, right? I, yeah. Again. I, again. Yeah. Yeah. The King Singer said they have performed at the college before. The, con the controversy has resonated both within the small liberal arts college and beyond. Fans and supporters of the group questioned PCC's reasoning, mentioning the college's performances in recent years of works uh, by Tchaikovsky and uh, some other people. Two classical uh, music titans widely known to ha have had male romantic interests. You better stop playing so, that in your... Yeah, in your yeah now... We got to get to under his eye now. Yep. <laughs> you know, oh, now we're going to be watching oh. everything that you're doing. Yeah. And one student said, I understand the college and their views. And I think they believe they made the best decision for the college. But I just don't think it was morally right. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. Right. Absolutely disgusting. Mm -hmm. But that's where we're at. That's where we're that's, at. So yeah. 
That's where and we're they want to talk about this cancel culture. Right. You know, they always talk about, oh, you liberals yeah. are doing oh, this cancel you woke, culture. You woke mob, you're canceling everybody. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. And they're the ones canceling. Exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to take a, a, a left turn at Albuquerque here. Okay. Uh, because this is a story that I did not hear about, and it clearly wasn't widely uh circulated locally but it's a local story and um somebody else posted about it and then i saw it um or i saw it on instagram but they didn't have like a link to the article and then a friend of mine posted it on facebook and i was like oh shit so the article itself comes from the atlanta black star but it happened here in portland um so it says wait waiting for him to die Black Oregon middle school student tied up and forced to act out Floyd's final moments district criticized for its response. So you ready for this? Yeah. A black family in Portland, Oregon is upset. Their eighth grade son was a victim of a racist attack and was forced to quote, do the George Floyd. The parents of the affected student are also calling out the school district for not taking the incident seriously. This is an unimaginable act of hate that happened to my son and something needs to be needs to happen and needs to and we need some answers said the student's father Rahim Alexander according to the news reports the alleged incident happened in, on January 18th at West West Sylvan Middle School the unnamed black eighth grade student was allowed to get water from a hall, hallway fountain as the student went to use the fountain two other students confronted him they pushed him up against the wall they bound his hands behind his back and told him they were going to do a george floyd on him once tied up the student was reportedly placed on the floor to reenact george floyd's final moments from there the students were acting like they were police officers and that they were going to turn off their and that they were going to turn off their chest camera one of the kids had a hall pass on a lanyard and proceeded to tie his hands behind his back, uh, the kid's back. Uh, the reenactment continued mimicking the actions of Minneapolis officers towards George Floyd. They put him on his face down on the ground um, with his hands behind his back. They proceeded to put his knee, the, a knee in his back. One of the students said to him, now they're turning off the, their body cameras and they were going to wait 20 seconds. It hurts so bad to hear these things coming out of his mouth. Um, West Sylvan Middle School is 67% white, 32% of students are non-white, and Black students make up 3.4%, according to uh, statistics. Um, during Floyd's fatal, oh, we know about that, da 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 can't breathe. Um, they were acting as if my son was George Floyd waiting for him to die. K K two say I didn't see it on K two but K two reports the school's principal notified parents of the incident a week later on in on January twenty fifth in a letter say, stating I'm deeply saddened to share that West Sylvan experienced a horrific hate based incident last week because this is I got damn pop ups <laughs> um because this what. I said they're taking over the screen. I know it's like it's it's like fucking artificial intelligence here, um, uh, because oh so uh horrific case bait da 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 uh because this is an ongoing in investigation involving students we are limited in what we're able to communicate to families of course right um the letter went on to when? say when when right Since when are they limited 
right? Because if it were a suit in a color, it'd be all over the news and their mugshots would be up there. It, and um, if it was uh, almost abduction, it'd right? be written out there. Yeah. If it was a uh, sexual assault on campus, it would be written out there. Yeah. Um, students, parents felt the district waited, waited to respond publicly was un, and was unsatisfactory. They said the school district declined to issue district-wide statement, citing the ongoing investigation and the family education rights. You, that's not, you don't have, yes, there's FERPA, which means you can't say the names of the youth, right. but you could certainly put out a district-wide email admonishing the actions and that, yes, there's an investigation. Um, and that we're going to do everything to ensure right. the safety of all students. Yep. yep. So it says we didn't ask them to release any of the students' names, but we felt the entire district needed to know. We didn't want to be hidden. Hiding makes a complicit um, makes them complicit in the act. Not uh, to mention kids that don't report bullying out of fear, out of whatever reason, yep. right? Yep. That if this brings it out, that yep. other kids could say talking about that it. happened to me yeah. by those kids yes too. right because any i mean the article just goes on about like how it's unfortunate and yada 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 but it's still you know under investigation but you're right you know because those kids that did that you can't tell me that's the first time they've done something like that uh-uh. Something no. like, uh-uh. i guarantee that they're there's there more there's more people, people like out you there said, if it was blasted like this happened then you could start talking about like all of the other other students would start coming forward right right but yeah most definitely so why would you want to keep that quiet because it's the complexion for the protection that's all people of color can think of that's all i can think of right i can't think of any other reason now i could see if they were like you know hey these are young kids you know they make dumb choices they make you know, that we don't understand, but clearly there's some indoctrination here yeah. that we have to help them learn that we are all part of this community right. and that bullying at any level and what racist bullying looks like, and we have to start to educate, right? right? right. Yeah. But if, again, you, you don't this, know. So, I mean, in some sense, like, this is a, they tied this kid's hands up. That's like, that's that's part that's that's boarding on kidnapping. How old was the kid? Uh, middle school. They were all middle schools. Okay, so middle school is what? Thirteen, fourteen. Oh, the one with kids, not me. Thirteen, twelve, thirteen. Twelve, twelve. Uh, in between. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah. 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 So that that is the right age where you can go into the juvenile justice yeah. system here in Oregon. Yeah. And I'm not saying you know as as we've always said we're not saying like lock people up. But they the, do for if it was brown or black, if the, right, exactly. That's how we get overrepresentation. So some sort of legal accountability that would then, you know, because I'm telling you, like, if they're doing this, like, what are, what are the parents saying at home? That it, to me, it's like, it doesn't matter if we would do the same thing, calling the police, getting juvenile justice involved of you know, with a charge of assault. I mean, this is a theory. I mean, when you're tying somebody up and you're You're detaining them. You're shoving down on the ground. You've tied their hands up. You're putting their knee in. That's an assault. That's an assault. And it should be dealt with through the juvenile system. Again, we're not saying like lock them up and throw away the key, but 
then that gets them into an avenue of getting these kids some fucking help because you know the parents clearly probably are okay with this kind of behavior yeah right i mean the article did talk about like is this learned behavior like who who are they around that that was a good idea and that was uh around the society I mean, their parents. Probably. I mean, the, what I don't understand where they think that you know they have to be like you know uh, going to KKK meetings just to get the ideas. No, probably I, I, over I, conversations at, at dinner table one. where the adults are talking and that's what I'm saying is you I, know talking about George Floyd. Yeah, at, at home. home. Well, not to mention the indoctrination yeah. at school. Yeah, you know all of that. Yeah. So Ugh. I don't know, you know, um, who knows? Because again, it was, it, it, I, I didn't see it in a local, uh, local media. It and didn't so, come out. It didn't come out on my little feed. So what's the follow-up, you know, like what's happening? What's going to be, how are they going to be held accountable? Um, did, was there an arrest? What was, was there? there charging? Exactly. Right. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly parents, what I would be. Yeah. Well, if you look at statistics and data, right, of the juvenile justice system, it's like how much contact police have with kids in general Mm -hmm. and how many are of the majority, you know, dominant group and how many are of brown and black kids. Brown and black kids represent less police contact than the majority, but they go through the system at higher rates than the majority. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the perfect example of what, why we have over-representation because Because, it's right. And the article, because excuses are made and they wait. The article being school, uh, middle black mid Oregon middle school, you know, student tied up. Da 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 da. The article should read: three middle school students arrested for hate crime. Right. But where is that? There's, no, there's none. There's, no, there's and no... and and the and the school knew, waited a week, even just to even you know, parents have to be the one to say right? something. So, but again, if it were brown or black kid, oh, instant yeah oh police would have been called the day of yeah you know school in handcuffs yeah whether they would have been held in detention or not that's neither the kid a brown or black kid would have left the school in handcuffs yeah and from a charging standpoint right oh we're gonna charge them with everything you know kidnap measure 11 boop 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 yeah, we're, we're still just talking about it's being investigated. We can barely, I mean, it sounds like they can barely send out a little flyer. We're investigating it. Yeah. It's not for you to investigate a criminal charge. It's for the police to investigate a criminal charge. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, that poor kid. Ah, uh, all right. I got one. All right. This, we're going to go up to the New York Post. To, uh, this came out March 2nd. Kyla Lemieux, I think. I don't know. Can be a French last name. Lemieux. A Canadian teacher with size Z prosthetic breast 
place I'm sorry, on what, page what's the letter? Z. As in zebra? As in zebra. I didn't know that. A Canadian teacher that. with size Z prosthetic breast so placed on page. She, she must have had a, a mastectomy? No, she had one of those fakies. Those, you oh, know. like what, the, what drag queens wear? Yeah. Okay, keep going, keep going. Okay. A Canadian high school teacher who wears massive Z-cup prosthetic breasts in class has been play, placed on leave after the post revealed that she rarely wears them outside of school. The Halt School District confirmed that Oakville Talafagar High School shop teacher, Isla Lemo, I don't know, was placed on paid leave Tuesday. While not currently on an active assignment, the teacher remains employed with the Halton School District Board. Lemo's suspension comes after Education Minister Stephen Leach and Halton uh, Region MMPS Natalie Pierce, Stephen Crawfield and Effie, uh, I don't know these last names. I don't want to be chopping them up. Rebuked the school board for having abdicated its responsibility by failing to put the interests and safety of students first, according to the Sun. One mother named Lynn told the school board Wednesday that forms of identity and expression presented in the school environment be scrutinized against the children's safeguarding practices. I'm going to show you a picture of the teacher. Okay, I got to see this. Can oh, you Lord. see that? Oh, Lord. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Oh, my Lord. That, that's how this oh, person's coming in the school. Yeah. Look at it. Well, they're filled with air or soft foam or oh, something. That's silicone. That's heavy. Those things are heavy. The, the board has remained largely quiet about Lemo while parents have raged for months about her wearing the prosthetics in front of students. <laughs> Photos and videos taken in school have shown her wearing tight clothing with large nipples protruding under the fabric of her top. The controversy has sparked numerous threats of violence against Lemo and school officials. Board of Education meetings have descended into chaos as it attempts to address the issue. The saga gained international attention and came to a head after the post revealed last month that once outside school, Lamo often ditches the breast, wig, and makeup and appears as a man, which sent shockwaves through the district. Post photos showed a dressed down Lamo wearing men's sweatpants, sneakers, and puffer jacket with no sign of her breast, makeup, glasses, or wig. A getup that her neighbors said she wears extremely infrequently. She mm. insisted in the sit down with the post that the man in the photos, um, she ins I don't know who she is. Uh, she insisted in the sit down with the post that the man in the photos was not her, although she admitted she could not prove it and denied wearing prosthetic breasts at all. I'm assuming Lemo. These are real, Lamo said, adding that she could not say who the person photographed was because I don't want to bring anyone else into this, meaning the dude 
whoever the dude was saying that 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 this person who people are saying is is her that looks that dressed as a man is not her is not her and she's saying that her but then her neighbors say her boobs are real and then her neighbors are saying no they've seen her mostly not wearing these things and infrequently wearing the boobs yeah and the makeup and the wig she's saying that the boobs are real and that this alleged man is not her and that she doesn't know who it is but she's saying i and i also don't want to bring anyone else into this oh that's this is who this is who i am this is how i look you've been talking to people in my building but what they're telling you is harsh and untrue i am always going out looking the way i am lamo told the post that although she began undergoing hormone replacement therapy in 2021 and was in transition she is not transgendered person but was born intersex the teachers said oh and here's the picture of quote unquote kyla larue i don't know what so this is her yeah having had hormone therapy intersex and she's she decided to choose clearly feminine female estrogen hormones uh since 2021 and has and, has, and, but this where, is, and wears this prosthetics is so that 2000 she, well she's mm-hmm. saying that they're real oh she's not prosthetic real? yeah she's saying the boobs are not prosthetic that they oh, are real are real boobs yeah um uh so the neighbors are saying we see the dude we don't see the lady interesting and uh, LaRoe told the Post that although she began undergoing hormone replacement therapy in 2021 and was in transition, she is not a transgender person, but was born intersex. The teacher said her extra large breasts are, <laughs> are caused by a condition called gi- gigantomastia, uh, but also admitted that she's never been <laughs> officially diagnosed Oof. is that a thing okay so it's spelled g-i-g-a-n-t-o-m-a yeah g-i-g-a-n-t-o-m-a-s-t-i-a gigantomachia machia mastia machia um let's see and it says it's a rare condition that involves developing extremely large breasts due to excessive breast tissue growth. Mm. There are there are only about 300 cases <laughs> reported. One of the most- and apparently this person happens to be one of 300. So but it's interesting, like, how are they going to, I mean, up until now, she's been teaching like that. But it, it's been. I, I see that's the whole thing is like, I don't know how, who, you know, how the hiring happened. I don't know how that is. Right. right. Because here's another picture. What's her name again? Uh, I was it Kylie. Spell it. Um, 
Kayla. Oh, sorry. Kayla. K A Y L A. Oh, L. Right last up. name is. Oh, right oh snap. With uh, pictures. Oh, well. Okay. And then, uh, you know, so here's again with some groceries. Oh, that is, I don't know. Uh, this is walking around the school. Oof. <laughs> Oof. You know, and I'm like, uh, the nipples remain the same size. And natural ones, they don't. Oh, so there's a side, yeah, there's someone, there, there's a post where there's a side. And side. natural ones, you your nipples ain't straight out like that. You know, they're pointing down, not pointing at you. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but she's claiming the dude is not her like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's saying, I don't know who that is, but that ain't me. Yeah. Which are we dealing? Did you ever see that one movie called Dress? to kill with um michael kane it's that old i want to say like a oh, i probably did like way back in the day yeah yeah where he was a prominent psychiatrist who yeah. had his own mental health issues yeah and whenever he would get excited he turned into his alter ego this female that yeah. would then slash and you know kill yeah. people yeah. Angie Dickinson was in the movie. Oh, that's old school. Yeah. That's very old. So and, it's, it's uh, not, it seems like maybe she was hired at maybe when she identified as a male, maybe. I don't know, but wouldn't the school have that on record? I think. Like, it's almost like who knows this person and who knows the other person? If you're right. living somewhere and your neighbors are saying, I don't know who that chick is. Right. I know who that dude is. Right. And now, is this somebody that is trying to make a statement? Or is this somebody that is, you know, typically I would say, and I, this is just typical of what I would think is if I'm going to be dressing up as a female, I'm going to be doing it first in in my home and then slowly out the door not going to work coming home taking the stuff off i'm not concerned about my neighbors i'm more concerned about people that i'm interacting with the most so yeah, i don't I, I want more on who yeah. on who this person is like you know who who knows this person yeah is this more of i want to make a statement or is this like yeah, like it's it's. I mean, clearly, for you, to, for you to have those huge things, first of all. Well, and also, like, it clearly, that small it's not frame. true that she only wears them at school because there's photos all over of her in different places, right? There, there's one. Well, here I mean, I don't know. It could be on lunchtime she went to go get her food. I don't know where those pictures were taken. Oh no, there was I just found one. She was like at a pool. Oh. Um, so she in a she, bikini? No, in like a shirt and shorts. Um 
so so clearly like she does wear them other places but school and also oh this is just a weird i it's just and it could be somebody with you know a dress to kill complex (sighs) but one here's the thing is like the dude like he's got like a paunch yeah and well and then if you look at the female teacher i don't see a paunch like yeah you can't really tell because the way she wears the prosthetics they're practically around their belly anyway so you can't really tell that there's a oh yeah that's true but there's a paunch i see there's one here you can kind of see underneath the boob like a little tummy like the paunch of the belly but you think it's the same well maybe maybe it's like twins maybe it's a uh um uh Maybe there's twins and one of the twins. So that there, maybe there is a dude that that looks like the guy, but it's a, but it's a, um, a who knows? It's just it's just weird. Well, and why don't you get your? Oh yeah, that yeah, the, they show that uh, skydiving in his full prosthetics. Yeah. You know, and if it's for real. Like, let's just say that, because, you know, they're saying that the boobs are real. Right. All you have to do is have your doctor say, yeah, I mean, these are real. Right. But here's the diagnosis. Let's just say, too, though. I mean, because it's like one of those things of like, what if, okay, let's take the other weirdness out of it, right? What if it is someone who. What if they're real? Could you have that? Or is that possible to have that big? They up? said 300 people reported only 300 people to have that giganticism or masticism. But it, even that, 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 that type of disease feels like it's, they wouldn't be even like that. You know, I don't like, look, I, I'm, I got big ones, right? <laughs> I'm a, I don't even want to go into the size I am, but you're not a Z. I'm not a Z. But you're, 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 you got, you got some, you're carrying. And the- I can just tell you, as I'm looking at this, no, these boobs are not in a sh- over the shoulder boulder holder. They are just loosey goosey, right? Oh well, yeah. I mean, loosey goosies are jiggling all over the place. Could you imagine how much uh, a bra would cost to... And the nipples are not facing like headlights. Your nipples are down because of the weight of all that breast tissue. So it's a rare condition that involves developing extremely large breasts due to excessive breast tissue growth. Affects assigned uh, female at birth. If you have gigantomastia you'll experience rapid and disproportionate breast growth so those are pretty proportionate well i guess not to the size of the body i meant like next to each other let me see if i can find a well but the nipples always seem oh to be damn too. is there another one of an there's, of a there's a picture of what it looks like and do they look like these perky ones not the nipples, definitely not, but the size. Yeah, they're huge. They said yes, but 
do they but look also, perky like this? The, the 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 pictures that I'm seeing is that they're not they're not even. So one's bigger than the other, and in in her, they're perfectly proportioned. Like they're the same. Yeah, the exact same. Oof. So I'm like. If you do the dress code lady and you want it, then well, here's one though. This you know, does look pretty proportionate on both of them. And where are the nipples at? Um, I can't see the. Yeah. You, you can't see them? They're pointing down because you can't see them, girl. You see, there's no nipples um, in these photos. Because they ain't percolating up. Yeah. I'm suspect. I, I mean, it. it it seems a little, it's a little sus, as the kids say. <laughs> it's a little sus. As and I'm like, if you want to wear those big things, then just say, hey, this is who I want. I want to wear this. Okay. Put a jacket over it then. You know, while you're at work so that the kids yeah. don't have to see nipples in their face. Can you imagine the teacher coming up to you to help you? You know, looking <laughs> over your work. <laughs> I mean, you need a ruler, a pointer, oh, or something yeah. to be like, circle this one right here using that, what is that, laser pointer? <laughs> oh, no. all right. I got I got one more. This is kind of uh it's 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 not it's it's kind of scary actually if you think about it. So this is from NPR. A man dies of brain eating amoeba. Ew, I've possibly from rinsing his sinuses with tap water. Yep. <laughs> I read that one. Man in Southwest Florida died after being infected with a rare brain eating amoeba, which state officials say is possibly as a result of a sinus rinse utilizing tap water. The Florida Department of Health confirmed Thursday that the unidentified man died of <laughs> the scientific name for uh, my brain eating amoeba. Um, state and local officials. Um, Environmental agencies continue to coordinate on this ongoing investigation, implement protective measures, and take necessary corrective actions. The single-celled amoeba lives in warm, fresh water and once ingested through the nose can cause a rare but almost always fatal brain infection known as primary amoebic meningenophilitis, also known as PAM. Mm. <laughs> Pam killed him. Uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has tallied 157 Pam infections in the U.S. between 1962 and 2022. So not that common, but you know it's out there. With only four known survivors, a fifth uh, Florida teenager, teenager has been fighting for his life since last summer. Fucking Florida. Um, agency data suggests that this is the first such infection ever reported in February or March. Infections are mostly common in southern states and during warmer months when more people are swimming and submerging their heads in lakes and rivers. But they also can this also can happen when people use contaminated tap water to rinse their sinuses, either as a part part of a religious ritual or an at-home cold, cold remedy. The CDC says the disease progresses rapidly and usually causes death within about five days. Oh my gosh. The first symptoms That's of PAM and fast. Yeah. Cause that amoeba's like, this is oh. a buffet, baby. Yeah, that's like zombie. 
Um, the first uh, symptoms can include a headache, fever, nausea, vomiting, and the which could look like COVID, right? right? Or 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 any kind of like stomach flu flu. virus, whatever. So you might be like, oh God, I'm trying to. So you got that amoeba all up in your head, and you're just like, ah, I got a cold or a flu. It'll get. I'll get over it. Day two, still not better. Later, day three can include stiff neck, confusion, seizures, hallucinations, and coma. And probably by that time, you're you're gonzi. Yeah. Um, it's not been known to spread through water vapor aerosol droplets person to person um, or drinking water. In fact, Florida officials emphasize that this week. I don't trust Florida officials because so can I get another person in here? Right. Um, yeah. Uh, so then it goes on to say, you know, if you do sinus re- uh, rinse it or rinses or whatever those things are um you you should use distilled water um or sterile water which is sold in stores or tap water that has been boiled for three to five minutes huh i can't hear what happened oh i said the neti pot on the directions is use uh distilled water yeah you know it doesn't it don't use tap water right yeah and also suggest uh, drying the device inside and out with a paper towel before letting it air dry before you use it again. Um, always assume there's a risk of inf- infection when entering warm, fresh waters because, like, typically it's when people go swimming in the um, warmer weather. Um, yeah. I mean, no, I don't want wow. to. Go. Yeah. So, yeah, the person died from it. Well, how would you rather? I mean, I got one of those. I got another one of those. I yeah. I'm I'm like uh, I don't even want to do it now. I mean, I've never done like a sinus rinse. Have you done one? Have you used? Yes. It? Oh yes. I, I mean, I don't. I just oh. See, even talking about it, I like right. But if you have yeah. sinus issues, like I was getting sinusitis or you know sinus infection. Yeah. Um, and I did an experiment. And my experiment was um, doing the neti pot once a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and within like three days, mm-hmm. sinus infection left. Really? The next time I got one, I was like, I'm not going to do the neti pot. I'm right. going to just see how long. Because I, you know, because I don't want I, things going in my head regarding that amoeba thing. Yeah. That's always playing a role. Yeah. And it took me probably about a week for the sinus infection to just kind of alleviate on its yeah. own but it was painful like it was painful oh, i've never had sinus pot. issues before yeah mm-hmm. i did neti pot for the for the uh three days and it was gone but wow. i've never had sinus infections before like i didn't even know what it was right. all of a sudden i just kind of rubbed my nose and i thought oh this is painful maybe my glasses were too heavy yeah yeah because you know, it starts off as tiny pain like oh maybe i was wearing my glasses too long yeah. or they were yeah. pressing and then it got worse to where it felt like somebody had punched me in the nose and I couldn't even touch the nose. Holy shit. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, literally, like, couldn't touch. Like, like you I, would just touch like you, right here. Oh, yeah. You, you're like, oh. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, I didn't know that. And my cousin has, you know, sinus problems. So I was like, hey, what is the sinus infection feel like and she told me it was like oh geez that's what I got uh but on my first time when I did it because she was like yeah do the neti pot do the neti pot and of course like you is like oh 
you know, <laughs> just to have to do that. And, but three days of it and gone. Really? Yeah. Gone. Interesting. Well, I'm so, just hoping I don't ever get a sinus infection because I don't want to have to try to do that. Yeah. <laughs> ah! Ah! That's horrible. Ugh. But to die like that, that's like dying of rabies. Have you, did we talk about that? Like some dude had uh, gotten bit by something unaware that he got bit I by, I can't even remember what it was, whether it was a bat or a dog or something. Yeah. Didn't realize he had rabies. Yeah. And then same thing within five days. Yeah. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Holy Ugh. shit. All right. I got one. Kind of like in this realm of how would you rather? Okay. 85-year-old woman killed after ah! incident with alligator oh. in the South. <laughs> Is that you? you yeah? Yeah. So Did on. you see the video? Oh, they had video? Oh, yeah, they had video. But they didn't show the video. They cut it off just as the alligator is about to snatch that lady's leg. Shit. So an 85-year-old woman walking her dog was killed Monday when an alligator pulled her into a nearby retention pond in southeast Florida, according to wildlife officials. Gloria Surge was walking her small dog along the pond in her community in Fort Pierce when the alligator attempted to take her dog. Miss Surge was knocked over and the alligator pulled her into the water by her and when I looked at the video, it didn't look like she was knocked over. It looked like she was trying to get out of the way. And her top part of the body was moving faster than her leg. And so she looked like she fell over because she was trying to move trying faster to than what there. her yeah. legs could, yeah, than what her legs could actually do. The dog, the dog was fine. Um <laughs> It said, and it was, oh, they caught the alligator and was euthanized. The dog survived. Uh, the woman was recovered, and the alligator involved in the incident was captured by a, a contracted nuisance alligator trapper. Um, our thoughts and deepest sympathies are with the family and friends of the victim. According to the statement, serious injuries caused by alligators are rare in the state, uh, and that the highest priority is, you know, uh, trying to get them out or, you know, ensuring that they don't pose a threat to pets or property. But they were like, please do not get near the water in Florida. Assume that all the waterways have alligators and all of that. Right. And the they were in one of the videos, they were showing the, um, the video and the caller that called 911 at the same time and was saying talking to the 911 operator as the alligator was taking this lady and she was I don't know how I mean she said I was trying to help her get out so apparently she saw what was happening the lady went out there to try to help her yeah. and was trying to give her something I guess she must have been screaming I don't know what and then in that call you hear the lady saying oh my That the alligator then dragged her down. Death roll. Death. So at some point she was up enough for this lady to try to help her. 
you know, she had some kind of, I don't know, some kind of old lamp, long yeah, door lamp to try to, yeah, to try to get the lady. But I'm like, it wouldn't have been strong yeah, enough anyway. Yeah. And then just. Down at the bottom. Down at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. Well, thank you. Because she, you know, you're dying. You're not dead yet. You're oh, yeah. Dead. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you're screaming and you're you're clawing you know you're clawing at the at the lawn at the water at the whatever i can't believe the dog lived though yeah the crocodile agile and nimble those things are like you really have to be skilled to catch one of them dang things i mean and that dog i mean had the lady had one of those, you know, those leashes that, you the know, ones, yeah. That, yeah, that you're staying away from the water yeah. and your dog is just zooming around, whatever, yeah. you know, on that long retractable. Yeah. But it was one of those shorter leashes. She got right up to the waterway because the dog, you know, sniffing around, moving towards the waterway. And in the video, you see the alligators, um, the movement of the alligator coming towards the dog. Like, you know, the yeah. That v, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. V of waves. Yeah. You see that alligator coming and then out it comes and the dog just jumps. You know, kind of, you know how cats do. Yeah. They jump up. That dog, yeah. that dog jumped up like that and went a running, but the lady couldn't move fast enough. And that's when she fell over and she was the, the dog jump moved more closer to her, but taking off. Yeah. And the alligator, you know, I'll just take you alligator. Yep. Yeah, grab. Yeah. Cause it went after the dog and then it just, and there was her leg and clamped down. And that was all she wrote. God damn. Mm -mm. Yeah. No, thank you, ma'am. No, thank you. Right. No, thank you. Yeah. I mean, Tarzan got out. Tarzan. <laughs> you, I guess you gotta be carrying one. You know, baby. Like uh what was that put a shrimp on the barbie for me? What was that? <laughs> oh uh um Crocodile Dundee. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You could do that, couldn't you? No, by that time you're not in a really good spot if you grab by the leg. Yeah. You're getting drugged. Like you and you're yeah. eighty five. Like yeah like her bones are probably snapping oh that's horrible oh i couldn't that wouldn't about be the late the person that was watching too oh oh yeah you could hear her she Watch was just like ah. down and she goes what'd she do yeah. cut out no she oh i said the lady on the phone kept was screaming i don't know why watch Wow. So clearly they knew that there was alligators in there. Get away from the water. Isn't it just safe to assume if you're in Florida, any water, there's an alligator? Like, yeah. I mean, you I need a PSA I'm announcement about that. If I ever get forced to go to Florida, because I will never go there voluntarily. No. If I'm ever forced to go to Florida, I'm just going to assume any water I'm by there's alligators and I'm not going to go near it. It's not going to, no. not going to do no. it. No, the only water I will go to is the beach because I, because they don't go into the salt water. 
but any fresh body of water no thank you i'm not going in to that area and that's that's a fallacy about that too what they do go into the sea yeah i don't they think alligators do sea. i don't think alligators yeah. no yeah, they do they go Hold they on. will go into the sea because they're air breathers they're not they don't breathe it's the salt water they ain't breathing it in they prefer fresh water into salt water. Salt water croc. Unlike their relatives, crocodiles, alligators don't have salt glands and therefore can't survive in salt. Uh, so it's crocodiles. Yeah, crocodiles. I knew crocodiles did. Yeah. They move back and forth between marine and freshwater. Uh, let's see. Alligators or crocodiles go in saltwater water. Alligators prefer freshwater, while crocs prefer saltwater or brackish water, which is a combination of saltwater and freshwater. This is because so they do go back and forth. They just don't live in the saltwater. I don't think they can go in it. Yeah, because they I don't. I... The, they don't have the glands um, to expel the salt from their system. Oh, yeah. So they can't go in it. But I mean, yeah, they probably ha would hang out on a beach, but they can't go in the actual water. Mm, well yeah. that's good to know they will oh wait they'll travel into salt water to hunt oh shit but they can't stay in salt water for long periods oh shit because it would dehydrate them okay never mind <laughs> we're just, so they're, just they're just going in there to travel through and then getting back out nope, just not going just yeah just not going if i'm ever forced to go to florida we're just but i think there'd be other things that they would much rather right you know, i mean there's enough on. swamp and and marshes and things yeah. like that, that that's where they're gonna hang out yeah, yeah. they're yeah. not gonna come and get you in the uh you know in the salt water god it does mm. say let's see uh are alligators in florida beaches alligators are usually found in freshwater swamps rivers ponds and lakes where they were and rarely found in the ocean however a 10 foot long alligator basked in the sun at a beach <laughs> In Florida recently and returned to the sea after a while. So yeah. I'm telling you. Florida. Yeah. yeah. I don't need none of that. I don't need none of that. Some baby went on vacay. <laughs> you know? I'm down here at the keys on vacation. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh what to do if a uh alligator chases you? Run and do not slow down. Oh my god. An attacking you attacking because you have trespasses territory it just wants to run you off don't not hunt you down run away in a straight line everything you hear about running zigzag is untrue so just <laughs> beat cheeks get the fuck out yeah of <laughs> i did see one dude on tiktok did you see that old man that hits the i don't know whether it's an alligator hits him right on the nose he's trying to come after him and hits him on the nose with a uh like a cast iron pan like knocked yeah. it out Knock, uh, yeah and the alligator went squirreling away Ooh. did a big u-turn and zipped off okay well i just hope i'm never close enough to one to have to figure oh, out oh yeah that's whether i'm gonna yeah. run or hit it with a yeah. hand that's why for me traveling around going to exotic places i don't yeah. need none of that in my life no uh -uh. i watched it i watched the show um that show on Apple TV with Eugene Levy, where he goes on different, um, he goes traveling different places and he goes to Costa Rica and 
it's beautiful, but it's like there's so many fucking like bugs, bugs snakes. Just I, I like no like things that you're just like I don't even want to deal with. No. I don't even want to be looking around. Because here's the thing, that yeah, when I when some when I see something gross, a bug, I am hyper vigilant and I am constantly looking and finding them. I'm, can't relax and you can't relax yeah i can't yeah. no yeah 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 and some people are like well just don't be paying attention i have to i can't not yeah, once it. it's in the brain it's like oh yeah. i can't forget that the, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's like a moth to a flame yeah. they cannot help it right yeah i can't and that's me i cannot help it i'm always looking yeah all, all right, right. well story let me see if I got anything else. I think that's about it. That was. About... I got another one. Hold on. Let me just double one. Check. I got one more. If you ain't got one. Um. Yeah. No. That's all I got. Because you took all my right. story. One more then, because this right. one came out February seventh. It's going to enrage you. Oh Jesus. Okay. Just so that you know. Okay, I'm ready. There you go. <laughs> Florida woman sues Mid Florida Credit Union over alleged race discrimination. Alleged what? 70 over alleged race discrimination. Race. Okay. Yeah. A 70-year-old retired teacher was arrested after an issue stemming from a $600 ATM deposit. However, the lawsuit and police report paint vastly different portraits of the incident. A woman who spent the night in jail after an issue with a $600 ATM deposit is suing Lakeland, Florida-based Mid-Florida Credit Union over alleged race discrimination and intentional infliction of emotional distress. While the lawsuit alleges that a regional manager from Mid-Florida followed up after the arrest to say that the credit union handled the situation incorrectly, incorrectly, Linda Stevens, a 70-year-old retired teacher, alleges she has post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of the incident in which Mid-Florida deliberately denied her a fair and race-neutral banking transaction. Stevens is being represented by prominent civil rights attorney Ben Crump, who has represented the families of Trayvon Martin, George Floyd, and Breonna Taylor, and others in wrongful death suits as well as victims of the Flint water crisis and plaintiffs in and at least one Johnson Johnson talcum powder lawsuit. Stevens made a cash deposit into a mid-Florida ATM in April 2021 with the intention of using the funds towards her mortgage. When the funds didn't post the next day, she went to the branch to seek help, but was told her funds hadn't posted yet due to a mechanical issue with the ATM which was being addressed by a technician, she said. Her funds would post within hours, she said she was told. Later that day, Stevens returned to the branch to fill out a dispute form as the funds still had not been posted. She was again told the funds would be posted within the hour. On the following day, Stevens returned to the branch a third time as her funds hadn't yet been posted after, telling, after a teller couldn't confirm where the deposit had been posted the lawsuit said Stevens was led into an office where the ATM technician was able to confirm he'd found her $600 in the machine 
By this time, Miss Stevens was very distraught and vocally concerned about the status of her 600 as she was relying on that money to pay her mortgage. The branch manager then came into the office and demanded that Miss Stevens calm down. Miss Stevens again pleaded with Mid-Florida employees requesting access to the money she deposited. Instead of assisting her with the transaction, the branch manager called the police on Miss Stevens. Oh the God. police officer responded to the call, followed by a second police officer who, according to the lawsuit, arrived with his hands on his gun, stating that he thought somebody on the phone said somebody had a gun. Oh, of course. At this point, Miss Stevens was afraid for her life, the lawsuit said. Miss Stevens told the officers that she just wanted access to her funds, which she deposited into the ATM two days prior. Miss Stevens also explained that she did not have a gun, never owned a gun, and never even fired a gun. Stevens was then put into a police car, and none of the mid-Florida employees said a word in Miss Stevens' defense or tried to explain the situation to the police officers. The police report initially reported by Credit Union Times described the incident differently. According to the police report, Stevens was yelling and arguing with employees and was invited into the manager's office to discuss concerns. However, she allegedly continued to yell and was informed that if she continued, the police would be called, and they were. Stevens was advised by the employees that they did not want to have to trespass her, but that she needed to leave. They made multiple requests to get her to leave, according to the police report. The defendant raised her voice and began screaming about a gun. I advised her that we were in a bank and that she had to stop screaming about a, a gun. She immediately raised her voice, became louder, and began to repeatedly scream, gun, 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 over and over. Police arrested Stevens for disorderly conduct, which led to her being in jail for that, right? right. According to the lawsuit, Stevens was later dragged out of the police car, thrown onto the pavement, and placed into a four-by-six holding room. And after being transported to the sheriff's department, she was picked up by four male officers, dragged against the floor, and thrown face first into a police car as she was as if she was a drag doll. Jesus. Steven's nose was allegedly fractured during this process, and she was allegedly stripped nude on a cement floor of a jail annex cell before being released the next day. What the f on the day after her release from jail, according to the lawsuit, a mid-floor regional manager met Stevens at her home. She said the credit union handled the situation incorrectly and apologized for the incident by giving her a $300 voucher toward her mortgage payment. We're sorry for any wrongful treatment that Ms. Stevens may have encountered while in police custody. Police were contacted to calm an, an escalating situation with an irate customer because we have an obligation to provide a secure environment for all members in our branch conducting financial transactions. Oh, the Mid-Florida Credit Union is proud of our culture of inclusivity and equality, as well as high level of service we provide to all our members. Oh. Mid-Florida and Crump have not returned requests for further comment by press time. Oh, I call bullshit, first off. 
Like, I don't, I mean, I would be like, show me that, show me that, because it's a bank, show me the security footage that this woman was losing her shit to the point you needed to call the police. Because you have, you have video inside that's a of that bank. bank. You best believe there's fucking video. Everywhere. And, and the, the, the fact that the bank went over and apologized and said it was handled inappropriately, that tells me the, the yelling and the gun, gun, gun shit, that's bullshit. That's a fucking lie. And so the other thing for me is, should be fucking this is six, right. This is $600. She's a retired teacher. Yeah. She needed to pay her mortgage. Yeah. She trusted that her cash would go into the machine. Right. Uh, and I would do the same thing. Like, I would be like, wait a minute, my cash ain't in there. Hello, people. I well, go to the I bank. Like, oh, it's going to be posted, right? right? We, we, we have, we're having some technical issues. It'll be posted next day. Right. Nothing. Next day. Right. Uh, yeah, we have the funds here. Okay. Well, give me my fund. Right. Then just give it to me and I'll go and bank somewhere else and take and maybe they were to maybe they said well we have maybe their process was well because it's coming out of the atm we have to process you know do whatever we do calculations whatever the books remain the same but i call bullshit because they admitted to her that oh yeah we found your money right and that's what i'm saying then she said i'm demanding my money right so i want give me my money and then i'd be like okay well let's you know, we let and I'm just get trying to figure out how potentially this process could go. So, if the books in the ATM says there's six hundred dollars, they could have said, "Ma'am, we have your six hundred. We just can't hand you this six hundred that just came out of the machine because we right. have to do. You know, we have to make sure the book they would have to become even it in her account, post it to her account, and then say, okay. However, tomorrow. then I say, however. Let's go do that now. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you go to the counter, they put put it in, they hand you the proof that it's been deposited, and will be and you'll have access tomorrow. And then Just the like books are do, the right? books are fixed. Right, and anytime there's a large sum deposited, there's always like a portion of like this is available now for you tomorrow. The rest will no, be. but this was cash. It wasn't no, a no, cash. even cash. Right, like I'm just saying, like like they should have taken the six hundred. Like, oh, we found your six hundred. Now let's, we're going to go over here to the teller. It's going to get deposited into your account. She would have got a receipt that said, you know, something like you've deposited $600, 200 is available today. The remainder will be available. That's, that's what happens when you deposit large sums. Not cash. Yeah. If it's cash, if it's cash, you have access to it. If it's a check, that's what they say. But cash. Well, then they could have just handed her the fucking money then. That's, but what I'm saying is in order for them to tally up, make sure that the books read right, they would have to say, Let, let's enter it in. But right. you can that's go a ahead, transaction at the counter. Doom, here's your receipt. Then she right. says, okay, I now would like to withdraw $600 from my account. Right. That's done. what they could that's have a, done to that's help a 10 her. minute at most transaction. At most. Yeah. At and most. She would have been satisfied. She would have gotten what she needed. Bob's your uncle. She's done. Right. And let's just say that they would have said, well, no, it's not that simple, ma'am. We have to do checks and balance, whatever, whatever. You have her $600. You can go and withdraw the $600 because you know there's $600. You can go and withdraw the $600 and give it to her. You could still. Anything. Like anything. Like anything but what happened. 
Oh, yeah. And, and for her to be irate, I'd be irate. Bitch, that's my money. Yeah, like just give me my money. money. Yeah. It, it sounds like you all money. are you all are pulling a fast one over. Yeah. I put six hundred dollars in here. Here's my receipt that says right. six hundred or whatever. Right. And then all of a sudden the ATM dude says, Hey, I got your six hundred. Well, give me right. my cash now. I'm tired of you all. Yeah. And then you still trying to keep my money. Right. Which I would, again, I would be makes, irate as well. Makes me go to the next thing is did they all have a little conversation? Well, how how do we know that this black lady that she didn't steal that six hundred dollars? You know, like uh, that's yeah. the, that's the other little fucking racist bullshit of like, oh, we better we can't. Where did she get this money yeah, from? Where did she get six hundred dollars in cash? Did it right? Like, ugh. yeah. This, Meanwhile, uh, she ends up with a fucking what broken nose, broken fractured nose. Nails. Yeah, she, yes. PTSD for sure. If she's never ever been arrested, then she's, you know, stripped down. Yeah, terrible. She's what she's 70 A 70 year old woman? No. That's your grandmother. They could have walked like, okay, even if she was, let's say she was a little hot, right? What? Well, yeah. Which rightly so. So many other ways to de-escalate. I've handled that. Right? Like, okay, yeah, I understand. Let's figure out. You know, okay, well, let's go over here. Let me talk to the manager. Let's get this. Let's, get yes. This. Instead of, again, walking on with your hand, with your gun on the hip, or, you know. Uh, or even even telling her, ma'am, I'm sorry, you have to leave. Hell no, I ain't leaving this bank without my cash. Right. You all done screwed me. You know, again, that's how I would be. Yeah. I can't trust you with my money. Look what you guys have done. This is the third time I'm coming to this bank, mm -hmm. and you guys are still screwing with me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you oh. know, for the bank should have been like calming it down by saying, yes, let's figure out how we can get you that money today. Right. Please right. just give us this opportunity to figure out how we can make this happen for you. Well, today. And it sounds like the, the mortgage was through that same bank because they gave her a $300 voucher for the, towards the mortgage. For her hassle. So that i mean to me that's another thing of like they they could have said oh you know yeah we see your mortgages with our bank you know what here is what we're gonna do we're gonna like waive any late fees as we get this you know, to do, so don't worry situated we're gonna take out, care of it ma'am it will be available it was our fault right yeah, all of it but no instead they gotta go the racist route and i could see the only way that somebody can continue to be irate is if you are not insuring them that their money is safe. And they're not being If you are playing games. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Were if you are playing games. It's not that it's like, not believed, right? Because yeah. the technician said, here's the $600. Yeah. So that's the proof that the 600 is there. The technician said, I found it. Yeah. So, so no you believing whether or not has nothing to do with it. There's no reason. There's no reason There's, why this even happened. No. Other than, lady, I, uh-uh, you don't can't talk to me that way. I, you know, that back and forth instead of customer service. Instead of let's if it, I'm, it out. If it was somebody of the dominant culture. White. Would that, I, we already know, because I haven't heard, I haven't had a story. And maybe uh, somebody can pull something out to say, you know, hey, yeah, no, this happened to my grandmother too. It, yeah. You know, and she's white. I, but I'm not seeing stories like that. Right. And if anybody has stories of this happening, send it to us. Share it. 
share it because then we can look at the banking practices of how they handle situations when they make mistakes. Yeah. Because I know I would be irate. $600 is a lot of money. Until then, it's it it looks like, it feels we like. We aren't, yeah, is. we ain't Warren Buffett where, you know, $600 are thrown down for a buffet. Yeah. You know. Yeah, she, I mean, like, yeah, she's 70 some years old. It's probably, she's probably living on a very fixed income. And with people, you know, that old, they are routine. Like they, their minds are stuck on, my God, what's going to happen now? My mortgage, my oh. this, foreclosure, for da, 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 my money. My da, da, da. I'm not going to have the money to actually pay for it. Now I'm going to be behind, you know, all of those things. Yeah. She went in there to try to get her situation straight because she needed her mortgage paid and this bank fucked her over. That's all. Right. Is. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. And then, oh, and then to come back with, yeah, with $300. Sorry, we screwed up. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, you're going to owe me more than 300. This is just, bitch, you're gonna, this is just a day. in my house. you be paying. Yeah. You all are going to be paying. She's not going to have a mortgage anymore because she's going to get the, get in that. And she, yeah. as she should. As she yeah. should, honestly. That, as she should. Yeah. Ugh. Jesus. So yeah, if we, yeah, we'll have to start doing our what's updates because I want to yep. know. Yep, find out what happens. Yep, with the lawsuit. All uh, right, uh, uh. Well, that's some good ones. That's some yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting back in the uh the swing of things, in the groove of things. Yeah, for reals. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, to at least our one listener, Helga, thanks for listening, and anybody else is out there. Um. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?